0: Welcome to Daily Living, my name is Shirley, and here on Daily Living, we focus on our daily walk with Christ. I will sometimes refer to myself or others as an FOC, or a follower of Christ. It means that I strive to live my life according to the Holy Spirit's teaching of the scriptures and not by man's doctrine. So if you are a babe in Christ, or you're a Christian, but you yearn to get deeper with the Father, or you're a Christian, but you've lost your way and you want to come back to God. Maybe you're not a Christian at all But you feel empty on the inside. Everything else that you've tried just haven't been working. Or maybe you've heard the call of God on your life and you're not exactly sure what to do next. Well, if that's you You are in the right place. I pray that God uses me as a vessel to lead you to Jesus Christ. Amen? I am really excited to talk about the episode today. We are in the second part, in part two, of our three-part series called The Tabernacle. So far, we've talked about how life was like living in the wilderness. The encounter that the people had with God what it must have been like. We've projected how many people and the miracles, the great miracles that God had to create to feed two and a half, three million people in the middle of a desert. We learned that God led his people. With a pillared of cloud by day and a pillared of fire by night. Hallelujah. In the last episode, we went and found out who the Israelites actually are. We learned about Jacob. We learned about how he wrestled with God and how he refused to let go of him until he blessed him. And we learned that God changed Jacob's name from he deceives to Israel. And for some of you, this is exactly what God wants to do. He wants to change your name. He wants to change you from a Jacob to a Israel. He wants to bless you. I'm so excited and I can't wait to get to the conclusion. And I just pray that it will bless everyone listening. So what is the tabernacle? The tabernacle was a movable tent of meeting that God commanded Moses to build. If you read on in Exodus chapter 25, you'll see that he gave Moses specific instructions on how to build it. It had to be precise. The Bible also helps us to understand that the workers, the people that actually melted the bronze and the gold, that he gave them divine instruction, divine understanding of exactly how to build everything. He did all of that because God, he wanted to dwell among his people, the Israelites. He wanted to have fellowship with them and be able to communicate with them. And so he gave them precise instructions on how to build the tabernacle. This is no different than today. God wants to dwell with you. He wants to dwell in you. He wants to be have a communication a, a relationship with you. He wants to fellowship with you. He wants to communicate with you. That's why the Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. He doesn't change. He still wants the same thing that he wanted for the Israelites way back then. And he still wants the same today. He wants to communicate with you. Now, we are studying the tabernacle to understand the steps That the Lord laid out for a sinful people to approach a holy God. Because we have to remember that God is pure, He can't be around sin. And so those specific steps was what was needed for us, for the Israelites back then to approach Him. Now, the Bible explained to us that every time the pillar of cloud would move, the Israelites would move. Every time the pillar of cloud would stop, the pillar of fire, they would stop and set up camp. And when they set up their camp, the tabernacle was in the center. They will set their camps all around it. The tabernacle became the place that God dwelled with his people for 400 years. From the Exodus until the time of King Solomon when the temple was built. Now, here are some fun facts the tabernacle was built using so many expensive materials like gold, silver, bronze, precious woods, and rare cloth, all of which they plundered from the Egyptians. When we talked about the Israelites leaving Egypt, the Egyptians were so afraid of them that whatever the Israelites asked for, They gave it to them out of fear of dying themselves. So if we were to put the cost in modern term, it would exceed $1 million. A second fun fact is that the Israelites were so generous They gave more than what was needed. Moses had to command them to stop giving, according to Exodus 36, verse six. Now the tabernacle were used for offerings, and the offerings were often kept outside of the tent, or I should say outside of the court fences. There were four different types of offerings. We have the burnt offering, and this was usually bull, a sheep, goats, or birds. This sacrifice represented complete dedication and surrender to God. The animal was completely burnt up and none of it was roasted for eating. Second offering is a grain offering. This offering was given to God in thankfulness. The priests will burn a symbolic handful at the altar and then they could partake of the rest. The third offering is the peace offering Oftentimes, it would be a goat or a lamb. The offering symbolized fellowship and peace with God through shed blood. The fourth offering was sin and guilt offering, which was typically a bull or a lamb. It focused on paying for sin. So the sin offering, it atoned for sins against God. And the guilt offering addressed sin against others. And it also included paying damages with interest. So we're going to take a walk through the tabernacle. The first thing that you would see if the tabernacle was built today, we would see a court fence, which was the outer border of the tabernacle site. It consisted of linen, curtains, pillars, and pins. So it was all white curtains with pillars in between each curtain to hold them up. There was only one entrance and the entrance of the court was made of hanging curtains. There were also curtains, but it was the colors were blue, purple, scarlet, and white. As you enter the tabernacle. The first thing that you will see is the bronze altar. It's made with akai wood. It's square, covered with bronze. And the four corners had horns also covered in bronze. This is where all the burnt offerings happened. So when they were burning their bulls and the sheeps and the goats and the birds for the burnt offerings, it would be on the bronze altar. As you walk a little bit further, you'll come up to the bronze laver It was like a big tub full of water, made of bronze. That's where Aaron and his sons washed their hands and feet. And it was placed between the bronze altar and the tabernacle. Now they had to wash before entering the tabernacle. And there is a passage in the Bible that says that the Lord said if they did not wash when they came near the altar to minister, they would die. So for the people that would not take precaution because they were going into a holy place, they would die. Then we had the high priest, the high priest in his holy garment. The priest was dressed in a loose fine linen at the bottom. He wore a turban on his head that had a gold plate with the words, Holiness to the Lord, inscribed on it. The priest wore a blue robe with stones on each shoulders. He also had to wear a gold breastplate that was set with 12 precious stones carved with the name of the 12 tribes of Israel. This was over his heart and it was to continually remind the Lord of his people. Isn't that amazing? Isn't God just great? So when you look at the tabernacle, because now we have passed the bronze altar, we've passed the laver, and we are now standing in front of the tabernacle, which is where the priest, the high priest would be. The general appearance was a rectangular box that was divided into two sections. It had a holy place and the most holy place called the Holy of Holies. Now the holy place, the priest will enter into the holy place to minister to the Lord. As you enter into the tabernacle, there's a table of showbread. The bread of the presence stood on the right. It had 12 loaves of bread were placed on on the table, six in a row. And fresh bread was placed there every Sabbath. Then you will see the seven branch golden lampstand, which stood on the left. It was part of the priest's ministry to keep the lamp burning continuously. Then as you continue to walk forward, you'll get to the altar of incense. The altar of incense stood in the holy place right in front of the veil, most holy place. Aaron the high priest burned incense upon it every morning and every evening. And once a year, on the day of atonement, the blood on the altar were sprinkled, blood was sprinkled on the altar of the sin offerings. And this was the high priest's ministry. altar of incense, we come up to the veil. It was a woven veil of blue, purple, and scarlet thread with designs of cherubim embroidered on it. The veil was hung from these and was divided between the holy place and the most holy place. It hung with pen and poles and it divided the holy place from the most holy place also known as the holy of holies. Then we would get to the most holy place also known as the holy of holies. It was only one half of the length of the holy place. The high priest entered the most holy place once a year on the day of atonement to sprinkle blood on the mercy seat to atone for his sins and the people's sins. And as we enter into the most holy place, we will find the Ark of the Covenant. It resided in the most holy place. The Shekinah glory of God rested upon the lid of the Ark, also called the mercy seat. See, the cloud and the pillar of fire the Lord manifested his presence with by day in a pillar of of fire by night it would rest above the tabernacle directly above the mercy seat when the cloud or pillar of fire moved the children of Israelite followed it whenever it stopped they camped until it moved again The Ark of the Covenant was the place where God met and talked with Moses. The tabernacle was built to house the Ark, to house the presence of God. God set apart the tribe of Levi to carry his Ark and stand before him to serve him and to bless his name. And another really fun fact, Moses was from the tribe of Levi, along with Aaron, the high priest. So today, we walked through the tabernacle. We understand where the offerings were made. We understand all the pieces that are inside of the tabernacle. And most importantly, we understand that the Ark of the Covenant, the Mercy Seat, is where the Shekinah glory of God sat. Now, when you hear this story If you tell yourself, if you ask yourself, or you say in your heart that you want to have a close relationship with God like that, you don't want to live according to man's doctrine. You want to be an FOC. You want to move when he moves. You want to stay put when he stays put. You want Him to lead your life. You want to follow God. You want to be able to communicate with Him. You're saying, yes, Lord, I want you to dwell in me. I want to fellowship with you. I'm going to hold on to you until you bless me, Lord. I'm not letting go until you change my Name. If that's you out there, why don't you say this prayer with me? Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sins and that he was raised from the dead, ascended into heaven, and is alive today. I choose to follow, obey, and accept your Son Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in Jesus' name amen. I pray that this was able to bless you as it blessed me. And until next time, beloved.